0: My name is Ferring Glenfield. I'm the Church of Ireland Bishop of Kilmore, Elphin, and Ada. I'm speaking to you from Danesford, behind the Deanery in Kilmore in County Cavan. As you can see, the ground is carpeted with snowdrops, the first signs of spring. We're into the season of Lent, and we're still in lockdown. Someone has described Lent as God's springtime, and it is my hope and prayer as we share in these services which are coming from across our diocese that God will spring clean our lives and renew us by his Spirit as we follow in the footsteps of his beloved son on the way to the cross and to the empty tomb of Easter Day. So thank you for joining us and God bless. Good morning, everybody. You are very welcome to our service for Palm Sunday. It's the beginning of an important week in the church calendar. And I pray that as we join together, that each of us may sense God's presence with us today and as we journey through this week. Our service today is a shared service from the Virginia group of parishes, which is Billis, Killingkeer, Lurgan and Munterconnet, and the kildram Ferton group of parishes, which is Ballet-McHugh, Ballet-James-Duff and Kildrum Ferton, And our service will be led by many folk from across these two groups of parishes. Thank you to them for all their involvement. At the very end of our service, we'll get to meet the new minister in charge of the Kildrum Ferton group, the Reverend Mark and his wife, Ruth, in a short interview as he leads us at the end. And if you'd like to see a longer version of the interview, you'll find that on the Kildren Ferton Facebook page and the Diocesan Facebook page. Wherever you're joining us from today, it's great to have you with us. And everything that you need for the service will be on the screen, which I do hope and pray will allow all of us to join in this time of worship in the fullest sense
1: together. We come to prepare For the holiest of weeks we will journey through praise with joy on our lips we will travel through betrayal and death cradling hope deep in our hearts jesus leads us through this week and we will follow for he is the life we long for he is the word
2: who sustains us we wave palm branches in anticipation we lay our love before him to cushion his walk.
3: Setting aside all power, glory, and might, he comes, modeling humility and obedience for all of us. Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is the one who brings us the kingdom of God.
1: so we come to the confession. On Palm Sunday, the crowds hailed Jesus as King. On Good Friday, they shouted for him to die. Confessing that our faith is often shallow, we ask forgiveness for our sins. Let us speak the truth as we confess to God, praying together. Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, by what we have done and by what we have failed to do, we are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Laying aside judgment, God offers us redemption, setting aside anger. God embraces us with love, letting go of grief. God pours out living water upon us. This is the good news, my friends. God's steadfast love endures forever. Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is the one who brings us the kingdom of God. Amen.
0: Good morning, everybody. How
1: is everybody? Are you all glad to be back
0: at school? Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure you are. It's nice to be with everybody's friends. And uh, for everybody that's watching our, uh, our uh, time here at Billis School, these are all the boys and girls from Billis School. Well, some of the classes, they're all in their little bubbles, but I think they're from about second class up to sixth class So again, give everybody who's watching a nice wave this morning. Billis School is just off the entry and you might hear the cars going by, zooming by, but hopefully um, they'll be quiet for a few moments. That's the cars, not you. I don't want you to be quiet, okay? So thanks for coming out and doing this for me. So I haven't been in for a little while because our schools have been closed, but I come in and I do some assemblies in the classrooms. And can anyone remember the name of the box that I bring in? What's it called?
4: The Holy Mystery
0: Box, is that what you were going to say? Mm-hmm. The Holy Mystery Box, Holy Mystery Box. And what's usually inside the Holy Mystery Box? Uh, something. Okay, something that I bought in the... Uh, in the shop. In the shop, the Euro shop, or if anyone is watching or it, our from Northern Ireland, the pan shop. It's a bit more expensive in the South, isn't it? So I actually, I bought three things today which might help us learn a little bit about today. Today is Palm Sunday, it's a very special Sunday. It starts off a very special week in our uh, church here, So I'm gonna open up and to see what three things are inside the holy mystery box. So the first thing that I've got is a set of, do you know what they are? Set of pom-poms, anybody have any of these? No, I don't think probably many have any pom-poms, have they, but where would you use pom-poms? you'd use them at a football match. Great answer, exactly. If you at a football match or, uh, well, we didn't have any St. Patrick's Day parades this year. Sure we didn't, but you might have them when the St. Patrick's Day parade is on and you might wave them. Okay, so that's the first thing, pom poms and a parade. That's the first thing that we're thinking about. The second thing that I bought, whether you can see this, is a little bit of? tipex. does anybody have this in their pencil case? Yeah, I think everybody has one of these, don't you? So tell me what tipp is for. It's to, if you make a mess with pen, it, it clears it so
5: then you can write it
0: back. Exactly, that's a brilliant answer. I didn't tell you that answer, did I? No. You're just brilliant naturally, aren't you? Exactly. If you make a mistake, if you're writing and you make a mistake and you, you want to make it all good again, you get this little tipp pen and you put it over the, the mistake and then you can write over it. And it looks as though the mistake was never there, doesn't it? That's a great answer. Thank you. So that's the the second thing that I bought is Tippex. And the third thing that I bought today is a a crown. Let's take the crown out. Tell me who wears a crown. So you can see the crown here. Who wears a crown? A king wears a crown or a? a queen wears a crown. A king or queen wears a crown. Would anybody like to be a king or a queen? Would you like to be, if you were a king or a queen? Well, a queen, in your case. What would you be? What would you? What would you tell people to do? Uh, uh,
4: just, uh, like being, uh, almost
0: okay. Would you be a nice queen? Maybe. Sometimes. Okay. Would you be a nice king? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Would you be a nice king? Yeah. Would you? Anyone, would anyone be a bold king or not a nice king or queen? Would everybody be nice? You'd be nice in all your, your subjects, wouldn't you? Well, on this Palm Sunday, one of the things that we learn about Jesus is actually he has the title of king. He's the title of king. Now, people have different ideas because he rides into Jerusalem on the donkey and people think that he's going to be a king who's going to lead them in a revolution and is going to fight the authorities that they don't like and he is going to be the kind of king that's going to make lives better for them. But actually, we find out this week that Jesus is a different kind of king. Did you ever hear of a king who gives their own life for their people? Or a queen that gives their own life for their people? Well, that's the thing that we find out on this week, is that Jesus goes to the cross to give us life for us. And that's a curious thing, isn't it? And that's where the tipex comes in. It's because we all do things wrong and Jesus goes to the cross to show God's love for us so that we know that we can come to God and to say, sorry, will you forgive me? And God says, yes, I forgive you and I take away all those sins away. And that's what the cross is all about. So Jesus is a special king. He comes to bring peace and love and God's kingdom in the world. And I suppose the challenging thing that he wants from my life and your life it's that he wants us to follow him every day, to know that God loves us and to follow his ways and to live out his ways in the way that we love people and forgive people every day as well. So we're going to sing a song, okay? And uh, the song is called, I'm Following the King. Ready to begin, to listen to his word, that's the Bible. Uh, and I'm going to follow him every day, even though we might not deserve it, we know that God loves us. So let's follow the actions of this song, I'm Following the King.
6: Yeah, I'm following the King I'm ready to obey To listen to His word Yes, Jesus is my King I'm living now for Him Cause Jesus is my King I don't deserve His mercy I don't deserve I'm following the King I'm ready to obey To listen to His Word Yes, Jesus is my King I'm living now for Him Cause Jesus is my, Jesus is my, Jesus is my King
3: Your Word is a lantern to my feet and a light upon our path. O Lord, your word is everlasting. It stands firm forever in the heavens. Let us then receive the word of the Lord. So may the light of your presence shine into our hearts.
1: The New Testament reading is from the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 19, beginning at verse 28. The triumphant entry. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethpage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Tell him, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus through their cloaks.
0: So I speak in the name of the one true and living God who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. I still remember to this day the buzz of excitement of going to the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Dublin when I was a child. We would head up from Castle Blaney in County Monaghan where I grew up to my grandparents and on St. Patrick's Day we would head off to O'Connell Street for the parade. For a young child, it was fantastic, the noise, the anticipation, the bands and the colour. Please God, next year things will be back to normal, but maybe in some respects we will appreciate what we have a little more that we, now that we know what it's like to lose it. Of course, as we journey towards the end of Lent on this Palm Sunday, we are retelling the events of another parade, where Jesus rides into Jerusalem. Palm Sunday ushers in for us a momentous week of highs and lows until we proclaim those wonderful words on Easter morning, He is not here, He, Jesus is risen. Our journey through this week will, of course, for a second year in a row, be more distant with our churches remaining closed, and that's hard. But that does not mean our journey can't still happen or that it has to be any less significant. There are many ways that we can mark Holy Week locally. And each day in the Dice of Kilmore, Elfin and Arda from 9am on the Diocesan YouTube channel, Bishop Ferran will lead us in a time of worship and reflection called the Shadow of the Cross, the story of the Passion of Christ according to... To St. Mark. But for the rest of this sermon, what I simply want to do is set a foundation for the week ahead, to ask us some focusing questions so that we can take some space and time in our own way to recognize, to refresh, to remember what is at the heart of this important time of year in the church calendar. And as we come to this morning's text, it is always good to remember that it is part of a bigger Bible story, which is told from Genesis to Revelation, that reveals God's grace story with us and God's grace story to us. Past, present and future, in a fresh way, focusing on the immediate story, we can then draw deeply on what might sustain us in this tough, stressful and challenging time, why the cross needs to happen, what are the important events of Holy Week, why they are necessary, what God offers to us and gifts us in the person of Jesus Christ. So I would encourage all of us to open our Bibles at Genesis 1 and read all the way through in parts to get a, a feel for the bigger story. But for now, Pam Sunday, let's look at the story that is familiar to us from our text. Well, in the opening verses we find that Jesus has gathered the disciples together once again on the Mount of Olives on the outskirts of Jerusalem. And he sends two of them off to get a young colt, a donkey, to carry him into the city. Seems like last-minute planning, doesn't it? But Jesus is actually fulfilling 500 years of prophecy. The prophet Zechariah, chapter 9, had announced that one day their king would arrive triumphant and victorious and that prophecy has been indelibly etched on the minds of the Jewish people and nation waiting for King David's successor to come galloping into town to assume his throne and so the moment arrives welcome Jesus come right in we've been expecting you however as we will see the people's expectations and God expect- God's expectations are too very different things. And that can be a challenge. Sometimes our expectations of God are exactly that, ours. We make God into who we want God to be and that is always dangerous. That sets us up for disappointment because we're not God. So maybe that's something as this story develops over the coming days that we can work on during Holy Week. Do we have an accurate picture of God or is it one where we want God To be who we want God to be. So Jesus makes his way to the city of Jerusalem for his triumphant entry. This was a time when perhaps maybe half a million people would be gathered in Jerusalem for the Passover celebration, remembering God who brought them out of slavery in Egypt, the sacrificed lamb. Again another nuanced hint that we know points to Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. God bringing his people out of slavery. What might Holy Week tell us and knew about that? And as we read on, we quickly discover, of course, that Jesus is not quite what they expected him to be. Usually, a great leader arrives on a white stallion, brandishing his weapons, followed by his mighty army. However, we know from our passage that Jesus arrives on this little colt of a donkey with no conqueror's weapon, attached to his saddle or anywhere else, and that's significant. Jesus didn't ride into Jerusalem on the colt that day to signify a revolution that would establish an earthly kingdom. He is humbly riding in as the King of Peace to establish God's kingdom on earth, two entirely different things. And along with Jesus comes the twelve disciples walking behind him, then followed the crowd who had gone out to meet him as he approached the city. And then as we read on, we find that his disciples and the people begin to throw their coats down over the coat like a blanket or a saddle and the crowds casting their coats upon the ground and throwing palm branches along the path for him to ride on. That's curious. But placing their coats and palm branches branches upon the ground was a symbol of honouring a king with their own support. It was as though they were saying to Jesus, we will help you, support you, fight for you, serve you, and you may reign over us as our king. And as Jesus came nearer and nearer to the city, The shouts of the people who followed him and those who lined the streets would grow even louder. And when he enters the temple gates, which were traditionally left open to welcome the Messiah, the crowds waiting inside joined with those who followed. And together their shouts began to build into a deafening roar, crying out those words that are familiar over and over again. Hosanna! Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Hosanna! This part of the story is a mix of genuine joy and recognition, but it's also full of ignorance and irony. For some, It is what it reads to be, a moment of true recognition. This is the true saviour of the world arriving. For some it is a moment where they get it even if they don't quite understand who Jesus is. Their cries are the right ones, praising and glorifying God and calling for God to save them. And yet for many their words are hollow, misdirected. Jesus was riding in as a Messiah, yes, but his provision for the deliverance of Israel would not be acceptable to them in the form that Jesus comes. They didn't want a sacrifice for sin. They wanted an earthly king who would give them a better life. They didn't want a spiritual deliverer. They wanted an earthly deliverer. They didn't want a Messiah who would die on the cross for them. They wanted a Messiah that would lead them in battle and live for them as a conquering hearer. And that remains true today. Many know who Jesus truly is and rejoice in his name. Many know and hear who Jesus is and yet don't truly know and get who Jesus can be in their lives. And many know who Jesus is but don't like what following Jesus does or means for them in their lives to call him Lord and, Savior. and again, as we hear these words, it might be something to focus in on during this Holy Week. Who is Jesus truly to me? And as all of this plays out, we know it is but a moment in time. Because in the days ahead, the shouts of praise turn into shouts of anger, calling for Jesus' death, which ironically puts God's plan of salvation into action. There are many layers to this passage and to this week aren't there lots to explore but as we leave the parade with all those pointers sprinkled before us we for now simply are invited to join with the crowd in our hearts on this palm sunday in their great proclamation and as we do we ask god to bring us all to a fresh honest and deeper understanding of what that without ignorance or irony truly means in our lives this week and far beyond Hosanna. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven, in glory on earth. Hosanna. Amen.
1: Let us say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again, He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
3: Almighty and everlasting God, who in your tender love towards the human race, sent your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh and to suffer death upon the cross. Grant that we may follow the example of his patience and humility, and also be made
7: partakers of his resurrection. Through Christ, our Lord. Amen. Greetings and blessings to you all on this great Palm Sunday morning. Let us give honour to our mighty Lord Jesus Christ and the Sovereign Lord who has granted you and I this wonderful opportunity to get together on another virtual Palm Sunday like yesteryear. The words on screen will be in yellow for all of us to respond and when I say Lord in your mercy you may respond and say hear our prayer. Let us pray. Eternal God, Thank you for this Holy Week and for your son Jesus Christ for his many uncountable, marvelous works. Thank you for the bishop, all the clergy, all the leadership and membership of this diocese and many other dioceses across the land and the whole world. Thank you for all those who are working in front and behind the scenes. Thank you for the opening of preschools, primary schools secondary schools third level institutions protect each one of them their caretakers their school bus drivers their teachers and their families lord may you watch over them together with their friends and their relations continue lord to provide all needs for students and make way for a few, for future opportunities, giving them wisdom and hope for the future that is held by you. Thank you for the leadership of this country and many other countries and this whole world. Grant them wisdom and clarity to choose to invest in long-term solutions regarding the pandemic and lockdown situations. Thank you for the gift of life, your love and your tender mercies that are purely new every day. Lord God, we thank you for all those who have received their vaccines and those still to receive and those who are administering them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. While we miss the celebratory intimate affairs that happen physically, we realize how much crowds matter. This is a different Palm Sunday than than many others, but we don't take it for granted that we have the blessed assurance that there, there has been virtual and audio distanced means to remind us to observe this day. Remind us to be thankful for these settings and live in hope that we will once again form crowdship and togetherness lord in your mercy hear our prayer faithful good god take us places where we can be prepared led comforted healed and kept by you in your steadfast love keep leading us onward beyond the clouds and past the cheers during these strange times and beyond. Remind us to always acknowledge that you are with us all the time till the end of times. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy God, please break the cycle of despair and depression, the feeling of illness and loneliness, those losing their patience and perseverance those living in dark and wounded places those lacking and striving for strength and stamina those suffering and those sacrificing and those that may feel the anxiety rising of the thoughts of of the aftermath of this horror and this pandemic and beyond Great good God, guard our hearts and minds and remind us always that we hope because of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Christ alone, the hope of glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Remind us to be still always and to know that you are God. We think and pray for the elderly, the frail, the high risk, and the vulnerable. Those who are mourning and morally down. Those who have lost employment and the rhythm of going to work and feeling out of touch with their fellow workmates. Those who are failing to attend college campus. Those who are anxious and losing work and their workmates and wages and those who are in the midst of job searching. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father God, we we pray for those who have lost their loved ones and those who can't see their loved ones. We think and pray for those in direct provision centers, those in refugee centers and those in prison. We pray for the rich and the poor and we thank you for those who are able to reach out for those in need. These endless weights keep rising. These cries keep coming. Great losses keep happening. But we turn to you, Lord, as our source of comfort. May the path of the cross help us to continue to believe and trust in your Son, Jesus Christ. In a moment of silence, we present all our personal prayers to our Father God. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God, our creator and perfecter, you know all the individuals that have prayed their prayers in silence, We surrender them all to you. While communities are gripped with the COVID-19 waves, we cannot control or command distance and the physical disconnection of mankind. But we acknowledge the close distance you have always caused us to be nearer today. Thank you for setting us free from bondage and the peace you gave us that we sometimes forget to live in this perfect peace. Thank you, the King of glory, for all your wonderful works. Continue to restore us in your own image. To you, God, be the glory for all great things you have done. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all evermore. Amen.
0: At the end of our service, I want to introduce us to two new faces to the Diocese of Kilmore, Elphin and Arda, and, of course, uh, faces that will be very familiar around the Kildrum Ferton group of parishes. So if you'd like to introduce yourselves and tell us why you are part of this service.
2: Thank you very much. My name is Mark, Mark Smith. And I'm Ruth. And we have a little girl who's called Martha. She's currently asleep, hopefully asleep um, mm-hmm. next door. Very excitingly, I've been appointed minister in charge of the Kildrum Furton group. And so we are very much looking forward to, to moving over and, and joining you all in, um, in a little while.
0: OK, well, if you know anything about Ireland, you know that we like to to uh, to find out a little bit about people. So maybe, Ruth, would you tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Yes, certainly. I grew up just over the border, and I lived there all through my childhood. I come from a farming family. Um, I lived there until I went to university, which was in England. That's where Mark and I met. And uh, yeah, I, I haven't managed to make it back as quickly as I originally thought, but I'm glad to be coming
0: back now. So, which little part of the border did you grow up over? Uh,
3: so just uh, crossing from Casa Blaney, heading towards Armagh just outside a village called Newtown Hamilton.
2: I was brought up in England, kind of the middle of England, fairly nondescript little bit of England um, and I uh, grew up in a Christian family that became a follower of, of Jesus Gradually, I think over time, I can't think of a time when I wouldn't have called myself a follower of Jesus. But remember a time as a teenager when particularly struck by Jesus' death and why he died. And um, that was a bit of a turning point for me. Um, Never thought I'd end up doing what I'm doing. My dad was a minister. And if there was one thing you'd ask me at that stage, what I would end up doing, it definitely wouldn't have been this. But uh, God has a sense of humour. You um, tell him your plans and he and he has a little bit of a laugh. And I'm really glad that I've been working in a in a church just near St. Albans for the last three years. I had a bit of experience working in churches before that, before I was ordained. And and love it. It's the best job in the world to be able to get alongside people, love people, and share the best news in the world about the Lord Jesus.
0: And it really is because your mom too was in in full-time ministry. Is that right? As a vicar as well. So have you, any sort of time scale, because I know people have been asking me. And they're really, really excited about that, the two of you coming. And I mean that really genuinely, really excited. Do you know when you might be, might be moving this way?
2: We're really excited too. Um, our last Sunday here is um, shortly after Easter. Mm-hmm. And so we're really hopeful that we'll be moving the second half of April. Okay. Not 100% sure yet. And we're still working out exactly what quarantine arrangements will look like when we arrive. Um, but hopefully the, the end of April and oh. we'll be looking forward to, to getting underway and to, to meeting people as um, as restrictions allow and, and phoning and going for walks or whatever we can do in the meantime.
0: So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray for you very quickly and then you're going to just lead us um, towards the end of the service with a little dismissal and blessing as this time comes to a close. So Heavenly Father, thank you for uh, for Ruth and Mark and thank you Lord, way back in time, you already, uh, in a sovereign way, had been mapping out their life um, together and where they would serve you. And we're so excited that they're going to come and serve you in the Kilder and group of parishes. But in all the, the planning and all of the ordinary things that have to be done before then, we pray your blessing on the two of them and Martha, of course, and that you would watch over them. And, and when the time is right, that you would bring them here and settle in their new home. Um, to love and serve you and to serve the people around. And so we pray your blessing on them now with great thankfulness in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So you might bring us through the last little part of our service before we say goodbye for now.
2: We'd be really glad to do that. Real privilege to be able to take part um, in this service. And we do look forward to meeting you all soon. So go out into the world as God's people
3: We will journey with praise on our lips.
2: Go out into the world as followers of Jesus.
3: We will join the parade of the broken, the lost, the hopeless, for that is where Jesus may be found.
2: Go out into the world as the Spirit's peace.
3: We will share the warm breath of reconciliation with all we meet.
2: And now may the peace of God which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. We go in peace to love and to serve the Lord.
3: In the name of Christ. Amen. Amen.
2: Thank you